It's Friday, September 1st, 2023, and I'm Dave Sobel. Three things to know today. The catch-22 of broadband's importance, vital, but a commodity. Who's in charge here? Almost half of security pros unsure of contacts for risk remediation. And the Internet's cautionary tale for AI. Are we learning from our mistakes? This is the business of tech. Are you struggling to hire top talent for your MSP? What if a team of senior technicians screened thousands of remote MSP candidates so you could review the best of them on video? Only interviewing candidates you already like. Support Adventure handles your recruiting, HR, and onboarding needs, hiring only the best English-speaking talent from around the world. Make a remote team that works hard for you and fits your company's culture. Check out supportadventure.com slash MSP radio to learn more. On the Friday before a long weekend, I want to clear the decks on stories I wanted you to hear. Let's first look at some legislative moves. The Biden-Harris administration has announced nearly $700 million in grants and loans to connect rural residents, farmers, and business owners in 22 states and the Marshall Islands to reliable, affordable, high-speed internet through the ReConnect program. This program is designed to fund the nation's most difficult high-speed internet projects, which are the most rural, remote, and unserved communities. This investment is part of President Biden's Investing in America agenda to rebuild the economy from the bottom up and the middle out by rebuilding the nation's infrastructure. The Federal Communications Commission has rejected requests from U.S. broadband providers to eliminate a requirement that they list all of their monthly fees. The FCC is implementing broadband label rules, which require ISPs to display labels to consumers at the point of sale and include information such as the monthly price, additional fees, introductory rates, data caps, charges for data overages, and performance metrics. The FCC order said that providers must itemize the fees that they add to base monthly prices, including fees related to government programs they choose to pass through to consumers, such as fees related to universal service or regulatory fees. A proposed cybersecurity law in the UK could require software providers to obtain government approval before patching flaws in their software. The law attempts to weaken services that provide end-to-end encryption or deter companies from adding such encryption to their products. The ramifications could have incredible consequences for the cybersecurity industry, and the proposed law could put the UK in the same league as China which requires companies to disclose vulnerabilities to the government within two days after they are discovered. Why do we care? No patches, please, we're British, was a perfect title for that article, so credit to Runtime News. UK listeners, you'll want to speak up. On the US front, it's pretty clear that a legacy of the pandemic is an understanding of the importance of broadband and the internet as critical infrastructure. That's good and that it's being recognized as vital. It's terrible because it's table stakes, simultaneously moving it lower in the value chain as its importance rises. It's a commodity where it's expected and not a differentiator. The inability to deliver here is instant disqualification. Or how about some security news? 
Delinea's 2023 State of Cyber Insurance report reveals a significant gap between insurance carriers and organizations in obtaining affordable and comprehensive coverage. The survey of over 300 U.S. organizations found that the time and effort required to get cyber insurance is increasing, with 67% of respondents noting that their insurance rates increased 50 to 100% upon application or renewal. The report also found an increasing list of exclusions that could void cyber insurance coverage, including lack of security protocols, human error, acts of war, and not following proper compliance procedures. A recent report by BlackBerry's Threat Research and Intelligence team analyzed 90 days of real-world data to reveal that their AI-powered endpoint protection solution detected and blocked just over 1.5 million malware-based cyber attacks targeting customers during that time. The report also identified the most attacked industries, which include financial institutions, healthcare services and equipment, and food and staples retailers, and found that these vertical industries accounted for 60% of the overall number of attacks. And speaking of healthcare, per critical insight in a new report, the healthcare industry experienced fewer but larger cybersecurity breaches in the first half of 2023, with a 15% decline in reported breaches from the second half of 2022. However, the number of individuals affected by these breaches increased to a record 40 million, with hackers targeting third-party business associates and network servers as the most common entry points. A new study commissioned by Simplicity and conducted by Dark Reading reveals it takes nearly four weeks to remediate critical security risks from start to finish, and the average organization manages three to five security tools, adding complexity and slowing down remediation. 49% of security professionals don't know who to contact to fix risks or verify fixes. Why do we care? The security theme is that delivery is getting more challenging and more focused. I wish I had some particular insight today. Instead, I'm updating on the ever-increasing difficulty. The practical takeaway here is that cybersecurity is not just an IT issue. It has financial ramifications that can severely impact an organization's bottom line. And for some Big Friday ideas, here are a few to ponder over the long weekend. A piece in the New York Times by Christopher Anderson. The internet was supposed to make us smarter and more capable collectively. Instead, it's led to a degradation of attention spans and cognitive abilities due to constant distraction. The same mistake may be made with artificial intelligence, which has the potential to distract and entertain rather than focus and deepen human intelligence. He argues that we need to build AI and workflows that do not overwhelm and diminish us as we fail to do with the internet. And how about this one by Jennifer Riggins in the news stack? Are you putting enough effort into documentation? Good documentation increases self-service and decreases internal customer support, and teams with good documentation deliver software faster and more reliably. Technical writers are best suited to document the common jobs and create a stigmergic path. Documentation should be discoverable and include a step-by-step -step getting started guide, be specific to the user, interactive, filled with examples, and kept up to date with versioning. Documentation can also act as internal marketing and inner sourcing offers a great way to enrich platform documentation. Why do we care? I'll start with documentation, which 
should be an IT provider's backbone due to a focus on process. Take stock of your investment here. Then think big picture of AI. Anderson's argument is a potential guidepost for implementers, helping customers be better rather than degrade. It's a context to consider because it's both challenging and valuable. The exact space we want to look for. Thanks for listening. Be a long weekend here in the U.S. and I'll be taking a little bit of time back with the regular news show on Wednesday. But you're going to get two bonus episodes this weekend. First, we're going to dive into AI models and how they apply in sports writing. You'll learn a lot about the application of models. And second, an interview talking about context, content, marketing, and AI as we dive in with an entrepreneur leveraging all of those trends. Enjoy the long time off. I'll be back with more news on Wednesday. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under ethics guidelines posted at businessof.tech. Like the content? Support the show at patreon.com slash mspradio or buy our Why Do We Care merch at businessof.tech. If you want to reach our listeners, visit mspradio.com slash engage. Part of the MSP Radio Network.